episode of the nexus wormhole with your host sonic rascal and our co-host as always leche de mono mad monkey milk how are you out there in the in the vortex i'm in the vortex ready to go ready to shoot fire from the hip bro let's do it it's time to get down so we were talking before the podcast about the transformers you you caught that series too what are your first thoughts amazing it's Cross great. It's great. It made me happy, man. I'll tell you what. They got the characters right. For any Transformers fans out there, uh, the fucking the true heads, the ones that have been following them since 1985, 84, right. right. when the shit was fucking launched for the first time, when the fucking Cybertron ship launched to Earth and it hit, you know, hit ground zero out in the desert. Teletron one, all the fucking classics. Um, Teletron. You can't go wrong with this series. This has been probably the biggest nerdgasm I've had in probably years. I mean, this is, I didn't expect it. And maybe, maybe that's part of the reason why it was so good. I really thought, you know, it's on Netflix. So if you don't have it, well, I guess, you know, try to figure a way of getting it. If you have Netflix and you're really into Transformers, uh, man, don't wait. Don't think about it. Don't read any reviews because I hate to say it, but when you read a review, it just takes away from you making your own mind up about this, you know, the show or the movie. Yeah. Go out there and watch it with your own, you know, free thinking mind. But let me tell you, I'm a diehard Transformers fan, and all I have to say is fucking Jetfire, man. Look, me. so let's start out. So. I saw the Netflix promo. I got scared. You know, with all this cancel culture and all this crazy stuff going on, I thought, man, you know, they got a bunch of weird, crazy, politically correct millennials and Optimus Prime now is not even a truck. He is uh, some kind of, you know, submarine that hangs around France and he started to, you know, learn to cook bread. Seriously, I thought it was something crazy yeah. like that it's going to be absolutely nuts nothing that there's anything wrong with cooking bread or or hanging around france i'm just saying save it for some, the cooking shows right save it for the cooking shows some of the people that are taking over shows now don't really know the history and they want to make the characters either change completely to fit their agenda political agenda or to just make money just to make money to cows. click baits whatever so i was very hesitant I saw the promo at first, and to be honest, I was like, well, some of the animation looks like Beast Wars, kind of. I didn't really look at it too fast. You remember Beast Wars? Did you ever oh, see yeah, that with Optimus? Whatever the fuck that was. There's some fans of that shit, but I could never get into that. Optimus Primus. Yeah, that, so I, <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know. I, you know, it might not be good. And I, I watched the first episode based on what you told me. 
And I was, I really actually started liking the animation. It had its own style, even though it it's- had its, its own style, yeah, it, it And that's hard to do with computer animation. It's, it's yes, gotten, it is. It's gotten to the point now that some uh, animators that using computer graphics are not using that weird, you know, kind of, it, it really had a style to it. I don't know how they did it. It was really cool. And it starts out with Optimus Prime and the war, the war in cyber. There's a war going on, and of course, Megatron, it's, it's uh, you know, he's pretty much trumping out. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Isn't but it? you know what was cool is that, yeah. um, you know, as a geek uh, of the show, and there's always that, uh, you know, when you're hanging out with the boys and your friends and you're talking yeah. about, all oh, the, you know, I wonder what that was like. And you start theorizing about, uh, you know, theories of where the, where the Autobots came from or what yeah, the yeah. wars were and, you know what was the what was the division and all these things were you just nerding out as a as a kid watching the show whoever put this idea together you can tell loved the animation of the original series loved the characters loved their um each character was so unique in the animated series and you could tell that they just brought love to that project whoever spearheaded it clearly had um, every intention of living up to the potential uh, and the and the the true story arc of the Transformers uh, animated series, um, and then that's what they did. They tie. It's really a prequel to them coming to Earth, and man, they are just on point. I mean, on point on everything. I they don't miss a beat. It's that good. I. Well, you know, what I was surprised about, too, is that, you know, I was a fan of the old series. And, you know, there's a lot of the writers have written a lot of, you know, really cool stories, you know, explaining the mythology behind Cybertron and the Guardians and all these other, you know, creatures that live in this universe. And how, you know, let's take the example of Jetfire. You know, you remember back in the old days, he was like this, you know, you probably remember it better than I do. He was a, a flying, was he an Autobot back then in the, in the 1985 well, he, in, the, in the original series, he does, he's not an Autobot. He used to be, a, he's the partner of, of, of Starscream right, in right. Cybertron. Right, so right. that gives you a hint that he was really a Decepticon. Mm. They just never gave him a Decepticon emblem. Right, and by the end of the show of the the transformers in the the animated series in the 80s they make him an autobot right so you so that that whole sh that whole episode blurs the line of of, of yeah who did jetfire really belong to in the end he does have a code and he always follows that code and in the show they really get into who jetfire was which to me i was a big jet well in the original show he used to be called skyfire not I Jeff fired, right. Yeah. That is the same character, right? It's the same character. It's just wow. that in Japan, they call them Jetfire. This Bring is him how you back. Know these, Bring him back. This is how you know these guys really were into oh, it. Oh, man. They were. In Japan, he was Jetfire. In the States, he was Skyfire. Both names are kick-ass. Right. But um, they, they, he was only in two or three, two, three or four episodes of the animated series in the 80s. And then... Right. They took that character and they bring him to life in this show. And I mean, hands down, man, amazing. Well, the writing's amazing. They kept to the core 
of what the Autobots and Decepticons are about. Uh, are about. They kept that, um, you know, that King Arthur uh, kind of code, the code of um, the Autobots, the leadership, Optimus Prime. You know, they had the Starfire, you know, with this, the Allspark. They brought that back too, which is yeah. great. And also Megatron being a, you know, he spent time, you know, I, he, they never really touched this back in, in, in the old series in the, 80, in the mid-80s where they never explained or maybe the story was kind of left open to them being in these pits. So that somehow the Decepticons end up working and kind of maintaining Cybertron. So other Autobots and other... They used ro- to be slaves. Right. And they got tough over there, and maybe they lost the war before. I don't know what happened, how they ended up being in the pits, but that made them stronger and tougher. And now you see like Megatron. Conan. Right, exactly. And you see Megatron. Man, there's a couple of scenes when he lies to the people and he uses, you know, straight politics. It's, he's a politician, man. There it's is all- politics in the show, and I think uh, some of it, I think for the young kids, uh, they're not probably going to pick it up. It's just all really cool and kick-ass right. shit. But right. for the adults that are going to be watching it, you're going to pick up a lot of elements that are relevant to to the struggles society is going through right now, especially the Black Lives Matter movement, sure. the just the equality movement, and also I think the slavery movement. Just there's a lot of racial tension, not tension, but undertones. I think just. Just undertones. Undertones, um, right. And, and, and the cool and thing about the show right. is for the first time, they really show a, a, a true motivation as to why Megatron is so evil. You know, the weird you part... Don't really, you always take him as evil, but you never really understood why is Megatron hate the Autobots so much. Well, this changes sense. everything. Yeah, I mean, they put you in a pit for who knows how many Thousands years. Thousands of years, yeah. They're robots. I, who knows how many years, but all I know is that there's a lot of references to the pits. And you see a lot of times Megatron speaking to the crowd and literally making the Autobots bad. Yeah. He changes stories propaganda. around, propaganda, whatever's really going on, he turns it around or he lies about it and says, no, we're being persecuted. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's really good. And everybody's screaming. And then, like, you know, the whole thing about torture too with Ultra Magnus is great. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Ultra Magnus, the military great he's character, great character. He's got the you know, and they Bumblebee was great too. Bumblebee, he was great. amazing. Come on, man, he is like the hand Solo. He's like this guy. He really got, is. He's got no side. He's got you know, he's not a bad guy, but he's telling, look, I don't want any part of this war. You're kind of nuts, Optimus, and. The Decepticons are going to take you out. I don't want nothing to do with this. He's a scavenger, man. It's so yeah. good. So good until he finally chooses a side. And the way but because when you get to the, when they develop that whole Bumblebee right. arc to when he finally sort of chooses a side, it, it never felt weird or it never felt well, forced. Remember, felt right. Ultra Magnus is tired. He's Optimus Prime's military commander. And Optimus is kind of, kind of stubborn because he doesn't want to give in. He doesn't want to give up. Like most leaders. Most leaders are. Story. And to be honest with you, at some point you start thinking, well, why don't you just, you know, try to make peace? But he kind of knows that Megatron's not going to, you know, he's got something about him that makes him a leader. He knows better than anyone else. And he carries the, the, the was it the leadership? Um, the Matrix. Is, the Matrix. So Ultra Magnus also has, what did he have? 
because when he gets yeah, it's the Alpha Triumph protocols right. inside of him <laughs> that keep him in line and keep him in the line right. of doing what's right for the diplomacy, for the Cybertron. right? Cybertron history, Which is wisdom. great wisdom, right? Yeah. And then he goes, tries to talk to Megatron, thinking it's not a you know it can't be a bad mood, it can't be completely horrible, and uh, of course Megatron betrays him, and there's that line, "Me and you fought together." You know, that line, that, man. That's very, very interesting because they were once friends. And uh, yeah. Megatron turns against them and so pretty much, uh, who's the, the, uh, the Decepticon with the, with the one eye? Who's that creepy guy? The, 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 oh, the, Shockwave. Shockwave. That boy, Shockwave. They Frankenstein. They really take him to another level. They Great. take him to another level. Let, you know, let me experiment on him. That shit. I mean, there's a lot of... That, you know what? You guys have to just see it. If you haven't already, and if you have, throw drop some comments down. Tell us what you thought about the whole, you know, the the, the show, what you like, what you didn't like. Just make conversation, you know. It's a great it's show. Definitely. And if, if you've never seen Transformers, for the, for the, you know, the audience that we have here that maybe is from another country or definitely look them up and i'm not talking about the movies the movies ah they're just flat it's not a real representation of what the show was it's 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 just a very different scheme very different than the show it's cool hot cars hot babes you know sell some popcorn and some tickets but it's not what transformers really was about i think it's i think for the culture of those that grew up in transformers um it's more meaningful than that right right like Star Wars, like, you know, the, like, just the fans of, you know, those kind of franchises, you know, they take it kind of, you take it serious. I take my Transformers serious. This shit is off the hook. Yeah, I really, really liked it. And, um, you know, I think you guys should check it out. Um, yeah, I think everyone should check it out either way. I think it's a great, 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 animation and with a backstory and uh let's move on to the second topic what should we talk about you said something about masks before the podcast yeah well the whole masks thing um it's interesting at least uh i'm curious to see how other people are reacting in the world again it's uh i'm interested to see it in the comment section for those fans of the of the uh podcast um, you know, leave us a comment, let us know, um, what, what, what do you think? Um, what's your take on the masks situation? And those that are listening from another country, I'm just curious how, how, what is the perspective from another country other than the United States on how, how their, their community, their country, their state is handling wearing masks because in the States, this bullshit about the masks is turning into a full-blown national debate. Yeah, I mean, I've, my my uh, the way I've dealt with it, I just don't even think about it anymore. Um, I if, if I go into a store, I wear it. If I'm outside, I try to stay far away from anybody so I don't have to wear it. I wear a bandana anyway. I don't wear a mask anymore. I don't wear them. I put it up and down and... <clears throat> It's, you know, I think of it as a Lone Ranger. I, I, it's yeah. too much for me. I don't, 
I don't, you know, people say bandanas are not 100% proof when neither are masks. So I just do my True. best to respect okay. people and their beliefs. But other than that, I, you know, I think they're, this whole thing is just absolutely insane. That's all I can tell you. Well, I think the interesting thing that's turned, that's happening in the States is people are looking at the masks as a negative, as a negative, uh, with a negative connotation. Sure. And then sure. there's those, there's becoming, there's almost like a civil unrest with these masks. And it's strange to me, regardless, I don't think anybody wants to wear a mask. Let's face it. We, we all know that prior to COVID hitting the States, nobody wore a fucking mask. Right, nobody, right. nobody thought about wearing a mask unless you had an oxygen tank tank that was trailing behind you and you were really bad and you needed an oxygen mask. Other than that, you didn't see people wearing a mask. So I don't think anybody really in the States is like in a real, uh, you know, in real desire to be walking around with a mask and they're happy about it. But then there's a faction of people that are starting to rebel with, with statements of I'm not going to wear a mask because it's my damn right to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And I'm a proud, you know, free American. thinking American. And then what's happening with that statement right, right. is that when you're walking into a place where masks are not mandated right, right, or you know, and you just happen to walk in with a mask and there's people there that don't have them, they're looking at you like you're doing something wrong. Sure. And then there creates the problem. The problem of we are creating inequality, we're creating uh, animosity for a person that wears a mask and the person that doesn't wear a mask and vice versa. Some people walk in with masks on and they look at the guy without a mask or the, or the female without a mask, and they're mad. Right, and right. they're saying, why didn't you wear a mask? And then there's the ones that don't wear a mask saying, look, you know, what, you know uh, what the fuck do you think you're doing in my free country? I could do whatever I want to do. And why are you wearing that mask? You know, you're not free. This, you're, 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 you know, it's almost like treasonous to walk around wearing a mask. And I think this is how bad it's become in in the states that people are not caring about the welfare of anybody else no i agree 100 percent. all they care about is their statements of freedom and hey listen i'm all i'm all hey dude you want to get cold yeah go for it you right. want to do you want to go and experience the sickness or maybe you won't get sick good or for you. super maybe you flu yeah sick. take a chance take a chance or you want to take a chance and that's on you that's good on you. you that's what i but say too man we're starting to they're starting to push this onto other people that wear masks and look i'm i'm not for masks i don't right. care about the mask but i don't i don't yeah. uh i don't get upset at the person that's wearing a mask right right and if i have to go in a place where they ask for a mask because they want to do the right thing I'm not going to upset the, the status well, quo here and I'll not tell wear you, one. I'll tell you what my opinion is. I think that's, this is just a problem with people here. You could take the mask. You probably apply to anything else. But the problem is that the masks are kind of being made mandatory. And you have people that don't have any. It's about common sense to me. Okay. If you're outside and you're 20 feet away from somebody, and I've seen this at a park, and somebody's not wearing a mask, 
and you're wearing a mask and you start yelling at somebody that's so far away because they're not wearing a mask, there's something wrong with you, okay? They literally would have to be speaking next to you or screaming at you. There's no mandatory need for somebody to be wearing a mask or should have to wear a mask, even if, especially outside. I mean, it's like going hiking. I don't, I've heard crazy stories about that. <clears throat> when you go to a store like Costco and the manager tells you to wear a mask, I look, man, it's their store. I'm going to put the damn mask on. I don't want to be on YouTube. I don't want to be in, you know, my whole thing has always been this. <laughs> This pandemic will end eventually. They will either find a vaccine, they won't. Whatever it is, a super flu, a real bad disease from China, not from China, it is killing people. It is contagious. Some people seem to beat it. Some people can't beat it. Nobody knows what's going on with that, but those are the facts that I've seen. And the weird thing for me is going to be is when, you know, you have maybe 100 cases in the country, a year from now, two years from now, who knows, maybe six months, if people are still telling you, you got to put the mask on. That's going to be, that's where I'm going to be like, uh, why? But see, that's, it's so weird to me, the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure you, you have a different yeah. opinion about well, that. But no, I, no, I think it doesn't make right. any sense. It, it's just common sense. Like, I don't, I've seen old ladies crying because somebody didn't have a mask near them and they're just, about to have a heart attack. And I'm like, look, I'm not going to give an old lady who's probably left alone, asked to figure out when to shop, when not to go to the store, what time she should go, what she should get. You know, watching Fox, CNN, all these, they're left and right. They're both extreme. I don't care what you tell me. They're all loony. <laughs> and they're all just clickbait, trying to scare people off. And everybody, it's just nuts, man. It's like, the, you know, the movie we're talking about, you know, uh, watering plants with Gatorade. It's what I feel yeah. like. That's what what's that movie again? Yeah, Idiocracy. Yeah. Well, that, and that's the thing is that unfortunately we have this division. And it's right. sad because we really if everybody wants to go back to normal, if everybody wants to go back to no fucking masks. Right. If everybody wants to go back to going out whenever they damn please, whether sure. it's a bar or whether it's Go and go karting, whatever the fuck you want to do, whether there's people there or not. We're not helping the situation any no. to get things better. So nobody puts that in perspective. And instead, they are gridlocking the virus to stay, or they're right. gridlocking the idea of this virus. I mean, you see the numbers, they keep going up, they keep going up, obviously, because we have this I complete. This connection, right. what you're talking about is be empathetic of other people. And that's sad to say, but I to feel like in degree. the States, there's no empathy. Degree. There's no empathy. There's well, no. no sympathy. And no. you're not thinking about, you know, your fellow Citizens. brother, citizen, right. your fellow human being that you share this right. earth with. Right. Uh, Instead, all you're thinking about again. It's your agenda, me. your politics, your it's conspiracy. The real, me, right. the real Me Too movement. Right. It's all about me. <laughs> yeah. Me. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, you can see that with other things, but I think this pandemic has brought out really, I hate to say, the, a lot of, the worst on everybody. I mean, you see, you know, the nurses weren't ready for this. Nobody, nobody wants to take responsibility. Like, I was <laughs> talking to somebody about that that is a Trump supporter, and I said, listen, 
I know the economy was doing good. I know that maybe he's better than, you might think he's better than Obama or Clinton or whatever, because I think everybody has some good points and bad points. But I told him, at the end of the day, you can't just blame China for everything. Even if it did come from China, even if it was created from China, even if it was, who knows what the deal is. There was not enough masks. Okay, they lied about that because they didn't want everybody freaking out and the nurses and the staff, medical staff that need it didn't have a lot of them. So it was a complete lie, 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 lie. And then in the end, like, we you know, we covered an episode. We, we don't even make rubber bands to put on Halloween masks. So why, why are we complaining? It's, mess, it's completely crazy, man. It is. And China is just sitting there laughing and stealing our technology. And that's going to be interesting because China is the dragon that's waking up. You know, I think uh, Trump just banned TikTok today. Straight TikTok. No more TikTok. It's a very popular app. Kids. And, uh, you know, it's very interesting because their argument in China is that, you know, all the technology goes, come, goes through America's mainframes. All the, the, you know, the international, you know, internet stations and the, the web and everything has to go through our servers. So they feel like, hey, why, what's the problem? I mean, we're going through you guys. And then America's argument's like, well, you steal a lot of our technology, you create your own apps. You bring spies over here, they pick up the technology, then they go back to China, they make a cheaper, more efficient app, and then they come back and sell it to us. But also, we're not allowed to have any of our apps in China. There is no, I think Facebook's da- uh, banned, Google's banned, nothing. Yep. So they just want to, yeah, so I don't know, man. It's, it's a very crazy, crazy time going on here. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true. I mean, that's the other side of this coin. Right. The other side, obviously, is that there's political interests on both sides on how they're going to do, what they're going to gain. Um, they're both, both, both countries are definitely preparing for war. Well, there's a, I, con- there's I a cold war going on right now. There's, this there's is the beginning a war, of a cold war. And, it's be- and if you're not seeing the signs, uh, you really do need to wake up. You need to start no, looking at the headlines. Right. Right. I'd encourage people to start watching not just... Uh, you know, news from the states, but start oh, no. looking at much international China. news. Yeah, look at all any international, and then you start seeing the trends. And yeah, the trends right now are definitely, uh, you know, uh, espionage. They're 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 having the stealing of secrets, not just from not just from China and the United States, vice versa. It's been happening for a long time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the seizing of you know we're we're closing. The consulates, the you know, the embassies are being closed in the United States. The retribution that China is doing is the same. They're closing the embassies of the United States and China, which means there is uh, no asylum at the moment for either Chinese or American citizens in either country. Those are the beginning steps of war. That starts the war process. Now, they're also... We've talked about on this show already probably several times about the signing of the treaties of, of suing China for the, what they call the, chi- the, the, what is it, the People's Republic of China virus? Because that's what they, that's what, that's what America, that's what the Trump administration calls it, China virus. Well, they don't look, call man, it COVID. Look, I, say I mean, this. how much more... How much I, more? Uh, uh, how much more blame can you possibly put on somebody than to say it like that? Well, 
up Look, front. My, my whole point is nobody has the data. I read some biologists. Brad Weinstein is a biologist that I follow on Twitter and Instagram. And he, uh, I don't even know if he's on Instagram. He, he really has points about why it came from Wuhan. He's got a lot of good points. But <clears throat> take, take that out of the out of the pocket and take that out of the out of the uh, out of the story we're saying now it doesn't make a difference it could have it could have came from brazil it could have came from you know according to uh, go the governor of new york it came from europe because it the, the chinese it started in china according to the governor of new york and then it went to europe and then from europe it came to new york which was the first place it landed and then it blew up so at the end of the day we weren't ready for it nobody was ready for it the office that's supposed to handle these diseases, supposedly Trump took apart. I don't know, he got rid of them yeah. because they, they yeah, not, yeah, I mean, I guess to save money or to look cool, I, I don't know. And then- Well, they don't and, make them look good. Well, nothing. Because they keep on contradicting every fucking bullshit story he's coming out to say, that makes no sense. And then you got Biden who, he looks like he needs to get like a microchip in the brain because my God, he, I feel bad for the old man. I think he might mean well, but I don't know. He can't really even. Have you seen him speak? It's like when it's like when when Grandpa speaks at the kitchen table when everyone's eating <laughs> breakfast and he's talking about his old America, and then oh. right as he's he's talking about the great golden era of America, he fucking starts having a stroke in front of the family oh, because that's... he starts getting choked up. Well, like, Grandpa, might... Grandpa, please calm down. Grandpa, get Grandpa a glass of water. He's getting mad. You know, that's... like, this man is not a, he's not a capable to handle the level of, of fucking shit in the platter that he's about to get handed well, if he wins. There's actually, on, on, if, you, if you look, yeah, one of the interviews he did with, I forget what, news source, but the gentleman asked them a bunch of, a, one or two questions, and he started talking about Latinos and black, um, you know, black culture and how, <laughs> how black culture was, you know, in its own essence, not as diverse as Latinos. I, I think the boy, I think the boy likes frijoles, mm -hmm. if you know what I mean, because he started you know, like going to diversity. He's, he's sinking himself with that hey. And then he goes, hey, man. He's like grandpa, okay, you're right, but he doesn't have a heart attack. He just keeps asking, is that OJ? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that o wait, is, wait, hey man, hey man. Does he still play for the Colts? Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. that's Yankee, what, is that the Bronx? What, <laughs> Bronx Bombers? <laughs> the guy is fucking out of touch, and it's, it, it's a stooge, it's, it's a stooge move. I know, it's all. That's all. They could, they I'd could, rather and, vote for Pelosi, and I don't give that fucking. I totally that's agree another weird voodoo-looking doll, fucking old gizzard-ass bitch that comes out talking. But she at least has some common sense with her, you know, her fucking fake teeth chattering, and well, you know, it's, it's look. Scary. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I would rather vote for. Chucky's mom, who's Pelosi. That's exactly Chucky's because mom. She, Jesus. You know, she comes out like a, I think you she can't looks, shut her eyes. She's like this the whole time. She's talking. Yeah, I rather I would vote for her. You know, because she doesn't seem to have dementia yet. She, I mean, her sentences they follow grammar to a certain degree, and, and she's I don't connected know. to what's going on. This fucking guy. Hey, Grandpa, um, did you tie your shoes? Grandpa, 
Because mom, grandpa fell asleep again. Hey, man. His shoes. <laughs> hey, man. Latino <laughs> diversity. Reeboks. Latino. What? Rodriguez. Sorry. Reebok. Yeah, exactly. Reeboks. No. No, Grandpa, this, uh, it's your daughters talking to you. No, no. You know, I feel, listen, don't get me wrong. The guy did a, whatever. I, I'm not, I can't throw any praise at this fucking guy because the guy's done nothing. But, so, but whatever. Hey, you know, they like to sell this picture to you like he did. What did he even do with fucking Obama? Nothing. What did he do? He kept going back to the mines in PA. I'm from Scranton and I'm proud of it. Who gives? Okay, good for you. That's all I ever heard of that fucking guy's mouth. That he's from Scranton and his pappy used to work in the mines. Uh, well, all I know is he <laughs> spent a lot of time, you know, in politics and I Doing guess he nothing. must have done some good things. But let me tell you, my whole opinion is that. He definitely, there's something wrong with the guy. And if you really think you're going to stand him up next to Trump, you got something coming. Trump's going to take his head off and eat his brains out. Because let me tell you something. It's in, out of 330 plus million Americans, this is what we got, man. This is what we got. Anyone else. I mean, his, the vice, whoever he picks for vice president is going to be interesting. Because it's going to be... I hope when he goes up there and he... When he goes up to the to the uh, you know campaign uh, coming down in November, and they uh, they they announce their their campaign running mate for the first time, that Biden goes up there with a little glare in his eyes as he's looking at the whole conference, you know, fucking everybody six feet apart with a fucking plexiglass next to them, and he's looking at every one of them, and he says, "I want to announce for my running mate." The American bison. <laughs> well, most likely he's going to pick fucking listen. out of this world. And then but, they'll fucking bring a bison yeah. that grazed the lands of Utah and he's going to fucking mount the thing. I would well, pay money for that. I would uh, vote for him. I, I actually, for at that moment. <laughs> I think Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I think and then but, it would be Biden and bison. <laughs> you know, he's supposed to be p picking a very strong African American woman, but of I think. Of course he is. God, what a, what a power play. But a woman course. and she's black. Fucking, you got it. You won. Right. And, and. Like when McCain picked that fucking girl out of Alaska. Oh, God. I own Hillary. What's her name? Damn it. God, the fucking that crazy lady. All the rednecks went he, crazy over her. No, they doing thought she was hot. She was like doing all Sarah kinds of Palin. Like, straight pale. <laughs> pale Palin. Because whitest woman I ever seen in my life. Lord have mercy. The hell as could be. God oh my almighty. God. She's doing photos with her with her freaking 45 Magnum. And she's just he, looking at it. She's all, yeah. You know, with the cowboy hat and all these it guys. Was hanging on every fucking tool shed of the fucking Republicans' garage. I tell you, the rednecks and all the hillbillies oh, had a God. poster of her up there, and they were looking at her every night going, I'm pale for pale. I even remember they made a porno with her called Nailin' Palin. I'll never forget <laughs> it. Came out fucking, it was a sellout hit. Nailin' Palin. I never saw that. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised, my God. Well, I don't know, guys, how we went from Transformers <laughs> to Nailing Palin. This is the this next is the wormhole. wormhole. It's the wormhole. And 
all all the ideas that I had and all the all, all the great ways I was supposed to change the world came down to nail and paling. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You can't win. You can't win this fight. I'll it's tell you America. that. Much. It's America. You got it. But um, yeah, it seems to me that you know there's not much we can do about it. We just gotta mm-hmm. you know move on and try to figure out stuff the best way we can and keep our cool and uh i don't know this is going to be a circus show man i'll tell you that much because there's there's one there's i don't know if you keep seeing this pastor that came out brace yourself brace yourself king pastor whatever his name is i'll tell you what i'll be i'll talk about that and let's see you know i'll be hiding out hiding out hiding out no, supposedly this pastor had a revelation where he saw all these, he had a dream and he saw, you know, Russians and Chinese, you know, Red Dawn. He saw Patrick Swayze. Yeah, basically, he watched Red Dawn the, right before he went to sleep. He and he fucking he passed, passed out. With Jack Daniels. <laughs> and, you know, when you're that involved and lost in fucking reading Apocalypse all day on the Bible, and then you watch Red Dawn. You can only imagine the dreams that come to you. And look, don't get me wrong. Maybe something horrible is going to happen. But the way that this is described and, and the, the people that are really are so the people that want this to happen and the, the people that are loving this, the people that are terrified. I'm telling you, Swayze's gone. Swayze. <laughs> could use his roundhouse round kick right now. Roundhouse is a great movie. I need to watch that Roundhouse kick. Well, do you remember that one? That's it. I do. Roundhouse. He's a bodyguard. He's a. He's a. a, What is he? A roadie? What? No, he works at a bar. He works at a bar. Just fucking just roadhousing, kick roadhousing kicks everywhere. Ah man, just stay out of my bar. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) make him like they used to no but you know going back to this pastor um you know the guy has a vision a premonition that he 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 says he just he had a dream he saw this stuff happening in december right he didn't understand it there was a calendar and he kept on seeing the highlighted dates of march and june and then that things were going to get really bad in march and then he saw what we're living right now and he and also reads a lot of newspapers and reads yeah, a lot. And he's reading like over 40 newspapers a day. I mean, the guy mind's is, probably working like a yeah, computer. I around mean, the clock. I mean, yeah, he's like right. fucking Jarvis from the Avengers, you know? <laughs> the, guy is, the guy is around the clock working for Tony Stark. So right. with there, all that said... Well, with all that said, is there any... I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really keep up. Did he say anything that... That, that has any hope, anything like what do you stock up on no, chicken soup? Nothing or? hopeful. Nothing no, hopeful. just uh, hang on. down to the shitter. So hold on tight uh, because he said. Pack your shotgun. That's it. And he said he hold was going to pack his guns and no. be prepared and hold his land and hold his own ready. because he's ready for he's ready for action, Jackson. Ready? Are those riskies dropping in? Oh my God, let's get to the silo. It's finally happening, Red Dawn. <laughs> I don't need yeah. Wolverines forever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All I remember. But man. you know, it, you know, okay. 
breaking it down in yeah. a more simplified way sure uh, without getting into prophecies and all this other shit we're having times are bad they're not good they're gonna get worse and they're gonna get worse and My, we were saying this before we ever heard about this pastor oh yeah they were gonna get worse and they they are gonna get worse before they can get better and yeah. if we're not gonna do anything to make the situation better uh, then it's only going to get worse. You got it. But one thing that got my attention um, was what Bill Gates said this week. He said, there's going to be a pandemic that's going to be a lot worse than COVID, and it's a different disease that's coming. Now, this fucking guy... How does he know? My well, God. I, I would listen. And the only reason I say I would listen to him is for I'm, the I'm listening. Reasons. I didn't hear this, but I'm listening Oh, yeah. Now. He came out with this this week. <laughs> this week. You guys can Google it. Well, let's see. Let's take a look. Let's go. Let's backpedal a little bit on Bill Gates's entre, uh, um What do you call it? Uh, anthropolo anthropological endeavors. Right? He's an anthropologist. Is that what they call these fucking guys that you don't know what they do for a uh, living? No, philanthropist. Philanthropist. Yeah. <laughs> Anthropology <laughs> and archaeology. <laughs> it's okay. It's just, yes. it's just brainwaves. Yes, philanthropist. That's right. what he is. Right. Yeah. So go ahead. The art yes. of filling you with shit. Philanthropy. Right, right. So what does this guy do? We know that he's been testing vaccines for many years um, in Africa. He's been testing all the vaccines that eventually come to America that are patented under his name and his company. He's fucking raking millions. He's raking probably more millions and selling his fucking shit virus Microsoft machines that are completely full of Norton antiviruses that don't work. And he's been testing, vi he's been testing viruses for years out there with African people. Right. Um, thousands of people have children, have all obviously not benefited from the testing. They've been hurt pretty bad, and yet they don't report it. They only report that they finally got a vaccine that was tested, and we don't never, obviously it's never 100% proof, and then they bring it to the States. He's been, a, he's a firm supporter, firm supporter of depopulation, of population control. Right, right. So he is part of the big corporations, the Bilderberg groups, the trilateral commissions. He's He's involved with all of the superpowers uh, that move the world. Right. And um, he seems to be, every time you see this fucking guy on CNN, he's all giddy, laughing and giggling and moving and shaking his creepy. little body. Yeah. Every time he talks about COVID, like how, like his little, one of his little fucking twisted philanthropy fantasies came true. Okay. So he's going to rake millions with the vaccines that are coming in because he's in the forefront of well, making this shit. Everyone out there, you guys can experiment. I'll wait for you guys to turn blue and exactly. red because I'm not taking one. Exactly. So this guy who... Not right away. I just, just basically broke it down to you guys, is in the business of depopulation through testing his fucking... Weapons of mass destruction, vaccine injections, weapons on innocent of butt, people, but yeah. destruction, but plug destruction. And now he comes out on a statement to tell us, "Hey guys, what's coming's a lot worse than COVID." I would listen to what this fucking guy has because this is what he does for a living. That scares me. 
Well, yeah, of course it scares me because what he's saying is there might be, my opinion, this has always been a weird disease. I think there might be, you know, this is a theory. Of course, I'm complete. There are nothing to back it up. This is not real, but, but there might be. Well, gut listen, gut feelings, man. Well, gut feeling tells me that this, this virus could be two or three different viruses. Some people have different effects, different side effects. Maybe it's mutating. Maybe the pathogen is growing. I don't know, but I am. I did not see that, but of course I'm listening to what he says because he's Bill Gates. Why would he yeah. say that? You know what I mean? It's kind of like when Lex Luthor or Joker tells you exactly. something funky, weird in a comic this book. This fucking guy like, is a Lex Luthor. There is no doubt about it. This guy smiles. Nobody <laughs> knows. Did you ever see that special on Stephen Hawking, how fucking abusive he was on his wives? No, I never did. I have to okay. see that. Well, Stephen Hawking is regarded as like, you know, obviously one of the most brilliant minds, like right up there with Einstein. Yeah, and divorced too. I and, and the guy, I think he went through two, three fucking women. And listen, you got to fucking, you got to give it to this guy. When you can sit there fucking rock solid on a chair and you're still getting some pussy, you're fucking, you got to be the man. Because this guy is slobbering on himself. <laughs> the guy, the guy's, he can't take a shit. He can't pee. He's sitting there on that machine, and somebody finds him extremely attractive. The Take guy's got moves. Bra. Take off the bra now. <laughs> exactly. I want to see them. The guy's Don't. got moves. Put him got... between my head. Please come closer, faster, he must faster. must talk mm-hmm. amazing game on that little vocoder machine it is, right? Oh, man. So oh. as it so... goes, as it goes, the guy was real abusive to his fucking girl. Where did you see it? In a documentary oh, that, that or something? Documentary, yeah. What's the name he, of it? Uh, it just Stephen Hawking documentary. They're, they're Netflix or it. YouTube? It might or... be on Netflix. I think it was on Netflix or 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 Amazon. I don't remember. It's probably on YouTube too. Well, you know, I always believe everyone has a dark side to a certain degree. Yes. No, none of us are angels. And anyone that Correct. tells you that this is, you know, you know, no. he he he's an angel. Look at him. Hello, everybody. Oh, and it's hilarious to think of that. But the guy was verbally abusive and. He the, the women that they were with him, he had several. Sure. Said that he fucking deconstructed them mentally with his fucking super hawking powers and his little oh robot focus. <laughs> Put the lemonade down. You really want to suck it hard, the lemon. You are the lemon. Put the lemon. Don't leave. Come back, you nasty. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Art types. I'm using art types to break you. You know, you kind of psychology, psychiatry. A black hole. <laughs> the way I'm about to put it in your black hole. You know. <laughs> I am the quasar coming into your panties. Anti gravity is coming in right, right now. Right. So if I'm bringing this example, mm, yeah, to fucking mirror. The insanity of Bill Gates. We all think this fucking guy looks like Mr. Rogers. He always rocks the same sweater. He rocks the same collar shirt underneath. And he's always smiling at you. And he's, oh, look, it's Bill. Oh, Let me tell you about Billy Gates. This fucking guy, you got to watch for. This guy's got issues. Hey, did you? Yeah, well, he's flying with Epstein. Let me tell you, I'll leave that there. Yes, he was. I'll leave it there, but did you did you see the judge that had her son at the saddest Hill. Yeah, and she had the Epstein case and the, the, the Deutsche Bank case too against, you know, 
This is Bruno. This is really. It's big. to me. It's very sad because she's scary, so, and they're not getting national attention on this. Oh, uh, very strange. Very strange. But she came out with a video either this morning or yesterday, speaking of how it happened because she was there. Her husband was shot. Yeah. The kid was 20 years old. You can Google it. You could probably. I don't even yeah. like to talk about it because it scares the hell out of me. They, they killed. Scares. The kid. They I mean, the guy came in with a FedEx package. I don't know if he was dressed up like a, it was completely. You know, he was supposed to be. He was Catholic. He was supposed to be ushering, but he was tired. He, they had a party. I think it was somebody's birthday or i don't even know it's the saddest thing ever you can google and see the judge speaking about it because she's smart enough to do so right now to to, to let people know what Put happened yeah because you don't know what yeah. something could happen to her it's so creepy it's so terrifying the guy, that, they, 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 i mean where are we this is like the Falcon in the Snowman. Where are we? I mean, this is this nuts, man. This is Nigerian candidate shit. This is like, where, you know, where's, you know, Redford? What, 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 this is nuts. What, are we going backwards? So creepy. It's so creepy, man. Terrifying. And at the same time, the creep factor is very understandable because they hold in their possession the FBI... Um, I don't know. I don't think the CIA is involved. I think FBI was the ones that have spearheaded this throughout the, from the from the get go and 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 catching Epstein. Now they caught this fucking weird lady, Mac, what Maxine, whatever her weird name is. Oh yeah, Elaine Maxwell, whatever. Um, they have information on powerful people. They don't what? just have information have on videos. two people. They, they have no. They tangible. may not. No, it's not may. They have videos, tangible stuff, tangible just... evidence. And of course, just the way they send off somebody to kill Epstein in the in the prison, which he was killed. Obviously, we know that cameras off, all kinds the camera, of come everything on. that could have gone wrong went wrong. And then we had a medical examiner comes in and says, "No, this man did not hang what? himself. The best this guy, the they fuck, they they killed him." Okay. Yeah. So now we have the judge that has been granted, you know, the case. She's the one that's going to oversee it. And they sent somebody to kill her. Who, by the way, the person that goes to kills her son, almost kills her husband. She's the lucky one. Right. Um, the, the, so the shooter goes and kills himself. Uh, that, to me, also, it reminds me of the dark night when they fucking get that guy. They, the, that guy they got the killer out of Arkham that shoots at... Um, that shoots at Gordon, a fractured mind, somebody with a, with a, you know, with a, with a past that is completely well, he, tarnished. I don't know too you much. Don't know who that, well, nobody the guy knows lived, the guy. Well, no, nobody I, knows. Did, some people, they do actually. I think he was in law. I read something about him. He lived but alone. He kills himself. He well, let me himself. tell you, you, you nailed it. What I'm saying is the guy but was a good candidate to, for, Maybe brainwashing or something. Man, you know, it's so creepy. It's so or they creepy. had a, or he could have had debts, or he owed somebody a favor. Did he kill himself? We'll never know. Just like we never know what the fuck happened to Osama bin Laden. But at the same time, did uh, somebody kill him? Probably. Did he kill himself because somebody had a gun to his head? Probably. This is no, big. No. Yeah, We're talking about. Is- Gates, what what Clinton, scares me, like like you, just, like you just nailed it. You just said it. How come everyone's so quiet about this case? I mean, oh, yeah. you, you have to Google it. She came out yeah. with a video, and it's not me. I haven't seen it in, in, in YouTube or Yahoo. Oh, Yahoo, nobody wants to touch it. And it's like... No. And did you and, see the, 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 the judge granted permission um, 
to release documents of all the emails that Ghislaine Maxwell was was yeah, going right. back and forth with uh, with uh, Epstein, and there's also tons of documents with all incriminating names, and every one of the names that was incriminated, um, and obviously these are powerful people, every one of them was redacted out of the document. So you can't tell who they're talking about. Right. Number one, and number two, for every one of those people that their names have been redacted from the document, they've been given the opportunity to get their own attorney. Right and right. prepare themselves for representation because they know what's coming is going to be a storm. I don't know. You know, I keep thinking of all the things that are going to happen, you know, with the election and with COVID and with the, you know, the economy is going to be the real killer, unfortunately. And if something is going to be horrible, it's going to be people next year that are not going to be able to pay their bills. That's terrifying. And then Bill Gates talking about something else. I'm like, well, great. What do you know, man? Like, tell you, man, this is like brave new world. I feel like I'm in the dark night returns. I'm about to hang yeah. out, shave my head and hang out with the, with the, what are they called? The freaking bat boy or whatever the, the whatever they're called. Um, Which ones? Oh, the, the sons of Batman. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. We're in fucking <laughs> hockey pads. Right. I am going to hockey pad up. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's time to wrap it up. You got any uh, things to say to the people out there listening? Uh, as always, you know, just uh, look through the lines, look through the cracks, look at the observe the unobservable, Look, think outside the box, look up these people. Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, uh, Prince, uh, what's his name, Albert, or whatever his fucking name is. These people are all, they all sleep together. These people have been hurting and ruining people li people's lives. Innocent people, poor, hardworking people, just like me and you. And they've been shitting on us for a long time. Wake up. You know what? It's time to take the pitchfork and ram it up your ass. Yeah, I mean, I would say if, uh, you know, anyone out there, it's, believe it or not, in the age of Aquarius, things are starting to break, the system's starting to change a bit. Things are coming out that have been hitting, they've been hidden for a long time. And everyone out there, use critical thinking. Uh, always look at the problem with two or three different views, but also critical feeling. Do not let people manipulate the way you the way you feel and the way you should act in certain situations according to your emotions. Anyway, that's about it. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening and uh, stay safe out there. You are in the Nexus Wormhole. You are in the Nexus Wormhole with your host, Sonic Rascal.